0: The host muted me and wouldn't allow me to unmute I didn't do that. nobody
1: you're did frozen. that nobody did that Maddie. we all need patience COVID is teaching us to have patience
0: oh let me talk to you about patience you're so full of it listen you guys get me up 9 30 pre-production meeting i talked to i talked to um lisa okay. yeah i say well are we doing pre-production and she goes no maddie had to go get his fucking bespoke suit fitted and I'm like, what are you talking about? Why is he getting his suit made in the middle of COVID when he's when he lives on a farm? So yeah. what the fuck are you doing? And well, also that suit, you in that suit, you you look like uh you look like you're doing a, a preschool version of 007. No for kids.
1: Okay, first of all. For uh, children.
0: And by children I mean <laughs> You
1: can't say that, two tone. Second of why all, why can't you say it? Because you can't, you're not allowed. It's not nice. It's not nice. I can't keep up. Okay. First of all, my suit's fire. Um, And I started doing this bespoke suit. um, How long ago? A long time ago. Okay, a long time ago we started doing because because when they when they fittings and then the yeah because when they make
0: when they make a suit for you they have to do it in, in pieces. It's like it's like building a tent.
1: It's like, no, right? that's rude. That's rude. You, <laughs> love, that, hey? you love that. You
0: love that. I look, thought it was funny during in my the head.
1: Pandemic, during the pandemic, you've gained weight, correct? During the pandemic, you have gained weight. Yes or no?
0: I've gained weight?
1: Have you gained Maddie, you're, weight?
0: You're gaining weight in front of my eyes. You're, no. you're actually getting fatter as I look no. at you. No. Yeah. Skinny. I'm watching you Skinny. expand.
1: No. I'm watching you have expand. You, I've lost 20 pounds from just, doing, just not traveling and eating fast food every day. I've lost you 20 have- pounds.
0: You have not lost twenty pounds.
1: I've lost twenty pounds. You can You can see it in my face. I,
0: has Maddie lost twenty pounds? I don't believe it.
1: I have lost twenty pounds. You fucking idiot! And how do you, you lose twenty weight? pounds
0: and how do you lose twenty pounds and look fatter?
1: I don't look fatter, dude. Have you seen photos, dude?
0: I'm looking at you right now. You don't look like you look like have gained weight. You don't look like you've lost. No, weight.
1: skinny. You can see how skinny I am with the undercarriage and the pants. That,
0: that doesn't. That's not flattering. What you're doing right now. It doesn't help you.
1: It doesn't help? Pull it
0: down. No. That's so, better. So, uh,
1: whatever. I had to get a suit made. And I, and I was getting a suit made before the pandemic. And then today was the uh, time, the last fitting. And I went and got it. And I picked up a nice... It's a beautiful fucking actual bespoke suit. Like double-breasted. It's beautiful.
0: Where are you going to wear that suit? Nowhere.
1: I'm going I'm to take it home. I'm going to put it in my closet. And I'll, I'll wear it literally... I was actually gonna wear it today because I was just like, fuck it, I was gonna wear a suit on the pod and be professional. You well we you can should've. still get it. The pod's just begun. I can get no, it. No, I don't wanna I, I don't wanna
0: I don't wanna I don't wanna mess with the fragile ecosystem that is called your team and have this thing explode. I make mid-pod. this podcast
1: with two cell phones and a fucking shitty laptop and one headphone that's not even mine. Somebody How is it, it that you're
0: it? you're the what? media you're the media hub of this whole operation? This is the most this is the shittiest piece of your whole deal, this podcast, and we have the most equipment here in my house.
1: Because you have all the equipment at your house, most Felix.
0: You can't get a camera.
1: No, all the cameras are in the you bar. You can spend,
0: you can spend you can spend eight thousand dollars on a fucking shiny blue suit, but you can't spend eight hundred dollars on a camera.
1: I didn't spend eight thousand dollars on a shiny blue suit. I had to post spend? about it and I got a little nice, sweet deal on my suit.
0: How much would you spend
1: that suit? I don't know. Yeah. I think that suit, it's a bespoke spoke suit. I don't even know. I actually don't even know the price of the suit. So what do you want?
0: Honesty. On-
1: <laughs> You'll never get it from me. I don't appreciate
0: you saying that I've gained weight.
1: Well, I don't appreciate I look, saying that, that 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 it's like making a tent when I get a fucking suit made, you fucking
0: <laughs> asshole.
1: So what the fuck I'm, do you want from me? You got big old fat titties. You got a fat belly now. You can't see your little dinky do. And what do you want from me? You're fucking mad. You're fucking mad at me. I'm losing. Weight. I'm not I look mad beautiful.
0: At, I'm not. You're not. you're not muscle. beautiful. Am I beautiful? I'm not mad at you. How
1: beautiful am I?
0: You're listen. Your your entire haircut is a uh, is a uh, is. Is you're you're growing a punchline on your head. It's fucking horrifying. My hair is
1: only getting better the longer wait till it's like shoulder length. All it's of horrifying. Length. You're it's
0: you're beautiful. just living <laughs> listen, you're living you're living in the luxury of a man that has no future of a sex life. You live at home with your kids, you just you procreate once a year. So you can just fuck around and grow a joke haircut because you really don't have to worry about anything. All you gotta worry is what pushing I, fucking I, hoagies.
1: My wife thinks it's yeah,
0: she doesn't like it. My
1: wife! My wife Trishing are we bringing
0: squishy, our guests squishy. on already? Hi.
1: Is she
0: Hi. Hi. Am I in the cut? Hello?
2: Hi everyone. I, can you hear
1: me? No. Yeah. One of you can hear me. Two tone can hear you.
0: I can't hear you. I can hear you. Maddie's Maddie's uh Maddie's recording on an old fucking microwave and a tin can strapped together.
2: So he's not yeah. gonna be able to hear me the entire time? And I can
0: when hear When can you. Maddie ever hear you? You think I've Maddie always- ever hears you ever? Yeah.
2: I mean, that's, he hears me in his dreams, for sure. Yeah.
0: Maybe.
1: A whisper. Nightmares, nightmares.
0: Yeah. Oh, he can hear but you now.
1: I can We're hear wrong. you. So this is the first everybody that's watching that doesn't know, we have our very special guest today on Powerful Truth Angels. And if you have been a part of my life for the last couple of years, you know we made a little TV show. It, it, it started in, in um, actually our relationship, our friendship, our trust, Started like what ten years ago, maybe close to ten I'd years ago. Oh yeah,
2: like you know, I think I was like yeah, in my like wee twenties.
1: Wee twenties. Michelle used yeah. to come through with Parts and Labor and hang out, and and we we met a long time ago, and and then when I made a TV show called It's Supper Time, um, I was interviewing food stylists, and when Michelle walked in, I literally was like perfect. I was just like, can you actually do this? I think was the, what I I was just like, can you actually do this?
2: Yeah. And then I went, and I was like, yeah. And then I went home and I called my mom and I was like,
1: I lied in my interview. No. Well, you can tell that you can't do, like, you're not a food stylist, but it's like, you can tell that, like, you know, you're like, sell weed cookies and, 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 and food style on the side.
2: You know, like I think that people hire me because they just like to have me around,
1: which actually is the best compliment. I think it's it's one of the most beautiful things ever. So so we made a show called It's Supper Time, and then and then and then I made a show called Just a Dash, and Michelle is a big part of Just a Dash, and we wanted to have Michelle come on, and um, you know I think she's one of the a power, she's definitely a, an angel. She's definitely she's definitely. Um, you know, powerful. So, she's powerful. She's beyond powerful. She's an angel. She she she's she's the yin to my yang. She is. Yeah. She's the light to my mm. darkness. She she is. You know, the wind beneath my wings that are broken constantly from Why emotional distresses. Sad? What?
0: Why do you look so sad right now while you're talking? What's going on with you?
1: I think he, Me? he knows.
2: You know what we've been through. Just- he's deflating. Yeah. He's just. I'm
0: watching him like he had a little <laughs> bit of energy in the beginning of the show, and he's just, he's melting.
2: I've exhausted him already. <laughs> it's yeah. tough, Maddie. It's what tough is, is? I'm sorry. Say, like, so, nice okay, things. I
0: have, I have, I have two questions. One is, and we don't have to answer them in any order here. One is, let's let's go over what. Uh, I don't want to fucking talk about food, but what is a food stylist? And two, Maddie, what what's going on with you? You look like you're about to die. Like you what look like you're is- gonna cry right now. There's just nothing in I, you. Can you? What do you can mean? you come I'm to work? <laughs> you so you. you, you this eat? is what you do before work. You you go buy a suit and you stuff yourself so you're basically nodding out on camera. Like there's a you're at like a two on the Maddie scale of one to I 10, and 10. It, Hey everybody! That's so lackluster. No, <laughs> like,
1: that's cool. That's it. That's all I have. Michelle, oh if my I, God! Ask Michelle, what do you think? Where I'm at? Where am I at? I think energy I level like seven point two for sure. Seven point two, that's good. See two tone. See Michelle yeah. really knows me.
2: Yeah, this is this is not a bad Maddie, and I've seen bad Maddies. Really?
0: You've seen this me my so right? You my lowest.
2: Yeah, I you know actually for the first time I saw a real meltdown a couple yeah. weeks ah. ago.
0: Yeah,
1: on season two, on season two of Just a Dash, there is a real. Maddie lost control, and it's a real breakdown, and it's a surprise. We don't want to get too far into it, but there, it's real um, though.
0: It's not. It's not performative.
1: It's, dude, would, <laughs> you have. <to, laughs> it's like one of my lowest moments in my life. I just. I, I don't know why. I, I, I was the saddest. I think I, I'm going to start going to therapy. I'm. I have a. Uh, I'm going to start going to therapy. I think. You,
2: you know, go I am go to Start going back to therapy after the show.
1: Yeah, I think the show broke all of us. <laughs> we're <laughs> we're wrong. It was like, and I and they are starting it. a new podcast called We're Wrong.
2: Yeah, and that's about it. We're not, we're not cooking anything. <laughs>
1: no.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's an intense format. You guys are locked up in a, in a farm for two weeks just shooting back to back. One week. Okay, well, you know, let me pad it a little bit. So what does a food okay. stylist do? What do you do? You style food. What does that mean?
2: Yeah, I mean, um, there's a lot of different things that a food stylist can do. And so on a TV show, for example, um, on like, for example, on just a dash on supper time, my job is to kind of make sure that we have all the ingredients for every episode. And then, I mean, uh, like Maddie is an amazing chef, so he usually makes his food look pretty good. And so it makes my job very easy. But on are you a,
0: lying? Was that no, a lie? No, I'm not even
2: lying right now. I'm I not- saw you just
0: lean in and smile to the camera like you're just winking to Maddie.
2: No, ex- I'm Are we gonna
0: expose that Maddie isn't even a chef and that you're actually the chef? You're actually doing all the work.
2: No, like well, I tell mean, the I truth think, here. I wish that were true because, like, honestly, I think that my life would be so much easier if from this podcast I just got hired and I got my own show and this was this was it. But you know, it's all Maddie. He does it all. So. <laughs> um yeah and so i mean on shows like usually like the food stylist in the back would have like this like magnificent swap out of like a beautiful cake or like a lasagna or anything that uh they're making but you know we on just a dash make things in real time
1: and we so have no swap season,
2: outs no like i mean we do have like some <laughs> swap outs, they're not like masterpieces of just like wedding no. cakes we, we, uh,
1: we keep it real we keep it real
2: yeah on we don't want to fake anything like we want to like you know pull down that fourth wall of like what's happening on cooking shows because they're stupid um and so usually like but you know on other things like for magazines or for commercials like when you see those like very romantic like beauty shots of like coffee being poured or like a beautiful set table in a movie like uh, usually a food stylist is hired to to kind of make food look really beautiful for cameras.
0: Which is different because like in in those instances, they're like swapping out mayonnaise with like Elmer's glue and doing all kinds of weird shit. But with Maddie, it's just real food.
2: Yeah, I think actually like that's a common misconception of like modern day food styling because uh, back in the day when uh, there was no digital photography, you kind of had to fake things. So things would just stay on set for like hours at a time. But now you kind of have like an image that comes up in real time and there's really no reason to fake food anymore. And so even for like uh, big companies like like fast food joints, like you're using real food all the time. Mm.
0: Mm. Interesting. OK, so we got those questions answered. <laughs> yes. Yeah. One was so why is so Maddie Michelle's so-
1: the best food stylist in the world. And we're just on the same wavelength of lifting the veil. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we, don't, we, we don't need another we don't need another cookie cutter cooking show. We need to show the raw emotion. Yeah.
0: Where do you stand on Maddie's haircut?
2: I mean, like, okay, so to be honest, um, I just re-watched a couple of the episodes of, of just a dash one. Yeah. And Maddie has kind of like like an army haircut. I don't even know what you would call it, where it's like a little bit short at the top and then buzzed all around. And I'm kind of digging like the long shaggy look. I like yeah. it. And I, I came in when you guys were talking about it and I'm just kind of curious to see where this goes. And I mean, because of COVID and because of just like the the like, the like social environment that we're in, no one's getting a haircut. It's cool to have weird hair. I mean, like even like mine today, like I, I beautiful. just- you I mean, I just- <laughs> you know, I Michelle,
0: just love, you're Canadian? Yeah. Okay. I see it. Well, yeah, there's like a reciprocal Canadian love loop happening here where you guys just heap positivity onto each other. you Should know I mean,
1: what I mean? I well, I just, what do you mean? What are you supposed to do as an American? As an American, you're supposed to be like, hey, what are you? I'll shoot you with the what face. America Here's pepper what America is you? about.
0: Yeah, here's what America is about. I'll let you guys know it's truth, honesty, pepper spray, and <laughs> compassion, and no compassion. Yeah. And Febreze. Uh-huh. And Febreze, so that's our that's our actual motto. If you if you lift up the stars and bars,
1: Um, Michelle, Michelle, how was the cottage? Were you up at the cottage? Yeah, I was up
2: there. That's like I you know I got a little bronzed. Yeah. Um, So yeah, it was beautiful. I hung it with my um, my niece who's five, and uh, that's about it. That's what I did for six days.
1: Six days. That's nice.
2: Yeah, it was good. I was not unhappy about it. You know.
1: Maybe you yeah, any, I'll go. Yeah. Do you have any questions? Do you have any questions for Two Tone? Like do you want to understand like yeah. the world of graffiti or like streetwear or like really well, dive yeah, deep I'm on Two Tone?
2: It's about like how often you get your hair cut.
1: Yeah.
0: Um I have in fresh. Since COVID I've had two haircuts.
2: Like wow. <laughs> and like yeah. Like, so our ha- like hair salons and places are just, or like barbershops are just open.
0: Yeah. You know that we're just like on fire, like not, not in a <laughs> cool way. Like America's pretty much like, we're yeah, just, just like, um, run. let's all die. So that's kind of the motto here. Um, and I got, I got a haircut. I mean, both times I've gotten a haircut, it's been just me and my barber in his place and we both are wearing masks um but i don't know if i'm going to be going for another haircut for a while because things are kind of uh, it's getting
1: it's getting better i heard it's getting better it's getting LA. better
0: yeah we're <laughs> we're getting better in that if if more people having corona is a good thing then we're getting really better you guys like, are winning the corona race right now. we're crushing it everyone's yeah. listening I look at the-
1: everyone is doing wearing the masks
0: We're like, you think you guys think people think California is like, they go, yeah, California, a fully liberal fucking state. You just have to drive like 40 minutes down in Orange County and you have like old white dudes like like, you know, spitting in people's faces because they're asked to wear a mask to buy a coffee. Like and and people are like people are so dumb in, in America that they're just like. There's a germ, and they're like, Well, it the germ doesn't exist if you're on this side of the fence. Like, they think it's political. They're like, Germs have been around forever, dog. Like, germs are germs are fucking germs are eternal, motherfucker. And they think they're gonna beat a germ by by aligning themselves with another ideology or like not wearing a fucking mask. Like, it's so It's good. So
1: Cal is really showing their true colors. I like it. You know?
0: I mean, we're, you know, <laughs> look, any, outside of any big city, if you just drive into the sticks, you're going to find the same people. Yeah, that's, you, you know, you belligerent. anywhere,
1: anywhere, yeah. anywhere you go, there's just a lot of people like uh, uh, California, just, you know, they just want to drive big trucks, get some good surf, wear some really high socks and, 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 not, and have some freedom, you know, that freedom's not wearing a mask or wearing a mask, then you're going to get what you get, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I guess there is such a thing as too much freedom. You know, if we were Chinese, this thing would have been over.
1: Yes. So we learned. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, the
0: rest of the, it's like watching, it's like America is like basically, like I spent a lot of time as a kid being grounded. I had a crazy disciplinarian stepmother who like grounded me at the drop of a hat. And I spent oh, so yeah. much time looking out the window at other kids playing. And that's yeah. why, that's why I feel like as an American, you're just looking at like the rest of the world is like coming out and they're like starting to get it together and all the, you know, they're like moving on with their lives. And we're just starting. Like we're oh, just getting into this. You know, I
2: remember being like, a kid. Like Bart Simpson, when, when Bart Simpson breaks his arm and like he can't go swimming
1: for that summer you know that oh, episode? yeah i don't i never watched the simpsons i never watched the simpsons because i wasn't allowed to watch the simpsons because i weren't I, no i never watched the simpsons until i was like 13. and then i i think it's like i remember going to bed in the summertime we I had know. i had pretty strict parents
0: what?
1: but like reasonable parents but it's still just like i remember going to bed in the summertime you know it gets dark at like nine o'clock at night and we would have to go to bed at 7 30. And it's just like you stare, so like just crying, just crying, looking out the window like you're literally just like your life is over. And you're watching these kids play. It's like it's high noon. It, you know, yeah, it's, blistering sun. people are playing like there's like, you know, sprinklers going off. Kids playing baseball on the road, playing road hockey and fucking. And then I'm just tucked away in my house, just going to bed. And it is like it's 730. Like bedtime was 730 until I was like. Literally like thirteen or
0: fourteen, I feel. Just tucked away with a six foot abazaba. What is that? A six foot abazaba, like a novelty size abazaba? No. What's an abazaba?
1: What's
2: an uh, abazaba? Is
1: that
2: an American It's thing? an
0: American. It's an American candy bar.
1: Oh no. We don't we know. Got, no. We got arrow oh, Bar? You got arrow bars?
0: No, we don't have arrow bars.
1: You got crunchy bars?
0: Uh, who cares. Oh, it froze. Um,
1: Hello? <laughs>
0: we do you never heard of Zaba? internet
1: down
0: oh that's crazy
2: can you describe an abba zaba
1: sure it's a it's just a
0: long it's a a long flat piece of nugget i believe oh do you guys have nugget
2: yeah like three three musketeers
0: no that's uh i don't know if that's nugget nugget is just like uh nugget is like a it's like a big uh, tan chunk of chewiness, yeah. If I'm not mistaken.
2: Okay. Okay. Better question. Why Abba to go to bed with?
0: I don't know. I just I just thought of the packaging and it's black and yellow checkers, and I thought it would be I thought it would be comedically funny if young baby Maddie was in bed with a huge candy bar that had black and. Yellow checkers. Yeah, so if you know what an abba zaba is, I'm sure Jason will find one and, and, and build a, um, a a graphic for this, so we can. So I don't look too crazy. But if you know what an abba zaba is, it's all. funny. It's yeah. funny. Um, Matt, Maddie's dropping out again. Maddie's. I'm looking at uh, Michelle. Hello? So
2: yeah.
0: So Maddie tells me that you're uh that you're an acid freak. He
2: said that.
0: No, he didn't. You guys are so nice. Your dynamic is so interesting because you guys are so nice to each other and me and Maddie just like rip each other to shreds all the time.
2: No, I mean, if you like, have you watched Just a Dash? No, he
0: doesn't watch
2: it. Like maybe you should tune in, Um, but like you'll realize that Maddie and I also, like our love is strong and like, you know, I, I go to bed loving Maddie, but I wake up hating him, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, like, like the dreams and like the anger that, and resentment that I have towards him is so strong. But then, you know, the day passes and I'm just like filled with love again. So it's just like this ongoing process. But so, like we're not by any means nice to each other. As a matter of fact, I think that, you know, especially on the set of Just a Dash, we hate we might hate each other a little bit.
0: Just on set, though. But in real life, you guys are friends.
2: I mean, like, I, like, people are like, oh yeah, like, how's Maddie? And I'm like, I don't ever talk to him. Why would I talk to you? <laughs> I have nothing to say.
1: Yeah, like, I think about him. Like, <laughs> Can they time. hear me? Yeah.
0: Yeah, we can hear you.
1: Oh, okay. You guys just,
0: okay. Perfect. I just, I, listen, I'm just going to be honest. Like, I was hoping that I would, I would start to. Taren and Maddie a little bit, and you would kind of, you know, heap on with me, but you just did the opposite. I but gave I, you all these. Oppor- I gave you opportunity to go in on the haircut. No, the suit.
2: but here's the thing that I am a little bit of an acid freak.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Now we're talking. Let's get into it. Do you know what
1: Montaigne's two tone?
0: No, I. I got a brief listen. I saw the first three episodes of Just a Dash when you came out and did a premiere. Um, yeah. The only reason I don't watch it is that. Well, there's you? a couple reasons. One is I don't need to see any more Maddie in my life than I have to. Two, yeah. I don't watch cooking shows. I find it boring beyond belief.
2: This isn't a cooking show though. This is a show about human
1: emotion. This is a documentary. Yeah, is, you guys are making a food. Let,
0: let me tell you something. Let, let me let you guys in on a little something. You're doing a fucking cooking show because that's what sells. This, okay. this is a show that doesn't sell and it's not a cooking show. <laughs> this is not a food podcast this is this not greatest, a food podcast this is the greatest yeah.
1: failure i've ever done it's proud. i'm proud of it
0: i don't yeah. think it's a failure i think it's a big win i'm proud of it but if i look because at the numbers i looked at the numbers today on like youtube with our podcast and then your <laughs> cooking shows and your yeah. cooking shows are like one two 1.2 million i'm just like what the fuck is happening our show is a beautiful genius you know uh, diaspora of, of human fragility and your show is just about how to f- how to make uh, bespoke cheese it's you know what I mean? It's like what the fuck is yeah. wrong with people?
1: Well people want to see obviously I'm the thing about it is um you know I'm I'm a I'm a I'm, I'm a I'm an a Yeah and, and it's like I, I, I can just <laughs> let people the way that I talk about food is a way that people identify with okay too Jones I've touched a lot of people. I Maddie,
2: Maddie will make the argument that he his cooking videos are saving lives.
1: No, Ma- I don't. Need Maddie has a, a god I complex. People, I have men come up and cry to me and say that they they that they I've I've pulled them out of depressions. And yeah. I and I'm like, who's who's pulling me out of my depressions? Machine, Maybe power, power, powerful truth angel. <laughs>
0: No, it's not two
1: tone. It's not two tone. He's like one of those guys you ever see the movie the the founder, like the McDonald's story. And the guy, one of the gnarliest things I ever heard when he's having this art, like um, what's his name, Michael Keaton. He's the he's Ray Croc. Ray Kroc. when he's talking to like his the guy that he took the McDonald's from. And he's like, you know the difference between me and you. If you were drowning, you would help me get out of the lake. If you like, if I was drowning, you would help me get out. If you were drowning, I'd walk over and stick a hose down your throat, turn the fucking water on.
0: <laughs> That's you. And I'm. I'm. I. I would help you. You're, you would you're, put the hose.
1: You're Ray Croc. We're like, if I'm drowning, you don't try to lift me up. You try to. You try to. Every podcast, you try to destroy me, and you try to really make fun of me, and you call you fat shame me a lot. And it's okay. <laughs> My fans are in the comment section now. Are really gonna let you have it.
0: That really got to you when I what I said about the suit and the, being a tent builder to this, this in the beginning no, of the podcast. It's just, it's it, fine. No, 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 no. Let's tell the it's truth. Fine. I can tell. I actually listen. The reason why I fuck with you is because it's so hard to get you to react to anything. So I have to like, I have to stab you for you to even have any you reaction have to because stab you
1: don't because I don't feel it because you don't pay attention. You
0: hear, it, well, you hear no. and feel nothing. You I, I feel hear nothing.
1: everything. I hear everything. And I have a lot of people constantly telling me that I'm gonna die because I'm overweight or my family hates me and they're like, I'm gonna lose my children because I'm gonna have diabetes I, I would, I, or I'm gonna, and I just, I have I have hundreds of thousands of comments telling me how horrible I am. So it's just like, it's just nice to have a friend like you to really just continue that. and then And then I, I have a nice friend like Michelle who like tries to lift me up because that's what real friends do, right Michelle?
2: Yeah, and it's, you know, sometimes
1: it's hard with those broken wings, you know? Yeah, exactly.
0: Who's exactly. broken wings? Maddie's.
1: Yeah, I'm sensitive. I'm sad sometimes. Can I be sad?
0: I don't every, know. Can every you? Every day
1: I have to perform. Every day I have to come out swinging for this for the fences. Are you, every day I have to come are out. Capable, and, and, are you capable?
0: Are you capable of sorrow?
1: I th- I don't know. I don't know. What I've never seen you feeling. actually. I've
0: never actually seen you actually be sad. I've seen you be frustrated that something isn't going your way, but I haven't actually seen you get sad.
1: Yeah, I've seen you like sweat. Yeah. <laughs> You've seen me sad, Michelle. Are you kidding me? When? What? Well, like on the last season? No.
0: No. This is this is one of the fa- this is one of the things that make a psychopath is that they <laughs> they don't have feelings, but then what they do is they is they 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 display as if they have feelings that are hurt, and then you feel sorry for them, and you get pulled into their va- into their pain vortex. Yeah. Yeah. I'm aware. I know what you're doing, Maddie, and I know that actually inside you're just thinking about how to how to make the perfect hamburger bun with butter. You're not even you're not even here.
2: But also, he's thinking about like how far he can swing his emotional pendulum to to all. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, that's it's it. True. I'm just a shell. I'm a shell. The heart of darkness In, inside is just like a giant, just angry troll, just pretending to be happy all the time.
0: Because truthfully, I you know, like when it really there's a there's a part of me for a minute that actually felt bad and I was like, Oh my god, wait, did it actually hurt
1: Wait?
0: Me. I was like, Did I actually hurt Maddie's feelings? Because he started firing back and saying, I got fat and like COVID and like oh I was like, I think I hurt Maddie's feelings and I was like, wait a minute, he doesn't have any feelings, so how could I have hurt his feelings? <laughs> so then I stopped feeling bad and I just keep rolling.
2: Yeah, you no feelings no.
0: though Huh, Maddie?
2: Yeah. Did Maddie hurt your feelings?
0: Oh, Maddie has hurt two-toned
1: feelings easily. You can like look like uh, it's very easy to hurt his feelings because he he tries very hard to stay in shape and he's constantly out of shape. So you can just comment on that, like the amount of work that he puts into it with his his vitamins, his his different um, you know his programs that he puts himself into. He's a dietary guy. He does. He's one of those guys who does all these different kinds of diets and he's constantly caught up. Hey, Michelle.
0: Hey, Michelle. I'm sorry that I'm trying.
1: No, it's good. We're all. I'm sorry.
0: I well no, we're not all trying in this chat. What two of us might be trying? There's another person. Who's not trying?
1: trying? Michelle does chin-ups. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing, really? Yeah. And she, can, she does good. a lot of good yoga. She does she can I can't do, do chin-ups. Stands. I can do chin ups. You, you know. cannot
0: do chin-ups. <laughs> I don't know if you
1: could actually Maddie.
0: No. Who? She's very polite. I- i don't know i like the. i like how polite you are you go i don't know if you can actually do them maddie the reality is he could do a chin-up with a bazooka to his entire family's heads yeah. there's no way in hell
1: no no it's
0: literally let's get it's let's get literally impossible
1: what's impossible there's nothing impossible haven't you ever read david Guggins?
0: you can't do it you can't do a chin-up
1: nothing is impossible
0: you think the, you can do a chin-up you, you
1: can achieve I could, yeah.
2: but when? I think that maybe like the next show should be Maddie and I working on him doing chin-ups.
1: Chin-ups and and, and like not overreacting to really small inconsistencies in food styling. Yeah, right. like,
0: is that maybe, what Maddie's meltdown was about?
1: I
2: mean, like
0: you you misplaced a mushroom.
2: It, <laughs> I mean, like Maddie has every right. Uh, to be met. Well, actually, let me take that back. When you're working for twenty hours a day, and
1: uh, we worked eighteen hours. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> working, we don't say that publicly. We don't say that publicly. I never worked overtime. Triple not
0: overtime. meal <laughs> penalties? With
2: a dog, um, you know, sometimes like small details get missed. At the end of the day, when you're like underslept and you you have like. 12 jobs on, the, on, on, on set and your, your job is to be like an emotional supporter, a co-star, a food stylist, you know, like um, someone who cleans up after six men in one house. So, uh, so, like, yeah, misplacing a mushroom, like when Maddie gets mad, I kind of just like eye roll it off. But that's not why Maddie was sad. His sadness is always self-imposed by his own stupidity, which is really makes the show <laughs> so poignant. Nice.
0: Nice. Now, we're now see, you just got to give Canadians about 32 minutes to get real. They're very yeah. pleasant in the beginning, but then she just lacerates you. And I think she should roll this into asking for more money if I was you, Michelle, at this point in time.
2: I mean, like, I still haven't sent my invoice for just a dash, which I knew is due two hours ago. And <laughs> like, how do I phrase, I want more money?
0: <laughs> we well, just did. Why? You just did. Tack on an extra 20%. Maddie, Maddie just spent eight thousand dollars on a suit. He can throw you an extra fifteen hundred no, bucks. You know what I mean? First
1: of all, first of all, <laughs> the budget's
0: the budget. The budget is the budget, and the budget's great. Everybody agreed upon the budget. The budget's perfect. <laughs> the budget is great. He sounds like Trump. The, bu- <laughs> the budget. I got a perfect. great budget. I got a strong budget. Perfect. It's a big perfect. budget. <laughs> and, 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 <laughs>
1: I lost, you know. I lost. I lost a major sponsor, so now I'm just paying for it myself, and it's great. You know, it's totally perfect. You know, it's yeah. a perfect situation. So it's perfect. It's perfect. It's fucking perfect. China
0: more. mushrooms. It's perfect.
1: <laughs> China, it's perfect. Everything it's, is perfect. The show's perfect. perfect. Michelle is the glue. We, Michelle is, is 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 on season two. Michelle is. You know, she she's she is the glue. She is, she's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm so excited for season two because it, it's just like, we didn't know what season one was gonna be. And now season two is like, we took what we did in season one and made it just more wild and more, like it's we like just, now it, it is, um, we can't give too much away, but I it know, is but like-
0: Michelle, you don't, you don't see Maddie's performance right now as him just co- completely running on fumes. Like he's, he's like, <laughs> He's just look at him. Look at his eyes for a
1: little I'm tired. I am tired. I'm tired. I'm here on a Friday. I've worked for three weeks straight, no days off, and now I got to do a podcast. It's perfect. I love it. I'm not <laughs> yeah. tired at all. I'm, I'm incredibly mentally fragile, it's very I mean, like- different.
0: Why are you so That's, fragile? What's going like on?
1: Sitting in a green, like a
2: green room, like on a chair, like there's nothing. Hot like-
1: lights. There's nothing. This is a perfect example of my life. I'm sitting in a green room. There's nothing around me. I don't even see my real friends, and and I'm crumbling. I'm crumbling. This is a cry for help. Yeah. What's,
0: What's going what, what, on? What, and me and even are, are
1: friends. And are you Michelle overworked, again, Maddie? Am I overworked? I'm my own boss, so yeah, I'm working like, myself actually, pretty hard.
2: Something that made me feel like Maddie was absolutely like psycho is that, like, even after, you know, eight days of shooting, he would wake up on that next day and like I would be spent and like just like exhausted. And I like would have like, you know, I'd have to like dig deep. I'd have to like give myself mirror talks and just be like, you know, you can do this. Like, fuck, get it together. And he would come down and he would yell and perform and like still make jokes. And I was just like, how? Like, I wish
0: has, I had that, Maddie. That'd be great.
1: How does someone have the energy to do that? Well, you, be, you, yeah, you start it, with just being a shell of a human and a complete sociopath, and uh, he used just, all his really energy. It's kind up, of though. easy, and you just, you just, you just, you just constantly, um, you know. I think I'm just genuinely a, a, a happy, funny person to begin with. So, and I'm making a show about something I love, and I'm surrounded. Like I think shooting the show is kind of like summer camp where it's like, we all come in together, we make this thing, it's really intense, it's really wild, it's really fast, it's really long days, everyone's working really hard, and then everyone just leaves, and by the end of it, everyone, nobody wants to talk. Like, you know, like saying goodbye was just like very easy. I was sitting off, when I, when I was just like sitting off by myself having just an emotional come down, it's like, I went to like, you know, just sitting by my little baby pool by myself, me and you, we had to have a, a nice little talk before you left. You know, yeah. it was just like we had to, like, like we go so hard on just a dash where we, we. And I think season two is like, like it is a complete um, masterpiece what we've done, and it, it, it's just it is the we finally have made the cookie fully crumble, and and it is like the like- the version that we all strive for in 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 when we're making content. Like this is the thing that we pushed ourselves to this limit where we we wanted to like really show the you know what it takes to make a show and we I think we did that and I think yeah, it's just and, 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 but at the exact same time it's like you know it's like you talk about those like actors that are like like it's like we were still just like such like we built these kind of characters in just a dash and yeah. and, and the frustration like it's not every single time like. I don't need to yell at Michelle every single time, but like the show has become where it's like, I want to be the version of this, this monster kind of thing. And I, so- love that,
0: I love that this show has just turned into, it's basically like Maddie on Maddie about one of Maddie's shows. It's, <laughs> it's like so insane. You just interviewed yourself about another show you're on, on your, on your first show, on the most important show, which is Powerful Truth Angels, the one that's going to bring you the biggest payday. Which means powerful truth angels will end up swallowing up the rest of your other, Howard of Stern. Your other activities.
1: Howard Stern DM'd me. He wants Dude, us to come if, on. If that's the
2: case, then I want to be a consistent powerful truth angel because yeah. listen,
0: powerful Howard truth Stern angels will, will be the on, one. On yeah, Stern, Stern. Stern wants us on, but we're not doing it because Stern's antiquated and he's problematic. And Maddie is very woke. Woke? Maddie is so woke. He's the wokest. Michelle's
1: woke. Yeah we're just we're
2: just a whole bunch of woke people
0: yeah maddie like maddie gets up in the morning and he does he does 12 different prayers because he wants to honor all religions he honors all ethnicities via his posts and his thoughts he honors all genders this is like a this is a two and a half hour process before you guys even get there this is how yeah. woke he is this is at 5 a.m it's 5 a.m yeah. i wake just, up he, I
1: make myself a kettle of tea
0: Yep. he honors the old gods the new the gods the dark gods the light gods the Chinese gods he honors everybody everyone gets gods. Sri Lankans the sarongs Everywhere. are worn the candles are, are burnt the incense is chimed the gongs are sung that? yeah everything it's what it takes he's super well takes he's what super it ta- woke.
2: I need some enlightenment in my life I think
0: well you're you're a uh what I heard you're a microdoser that's cool. What are you doing? What's your microdosing situation like?
2: You know, I mean, like I've experimented over the last couple um, of years with uh, mushrooms, mostly as a microdose. But you know, every once in a while, you gotta like you gotta do the hero dose. Yeah. So and that's What's what the hero ha-
0: dose look like for you. How much?
2: It depends because, like, actually, like I have like a pretty good relationship with the person that grows the mushrooms for me, and we've. We, so like apparently when you grow mushrooms, psilocybin stops, um, stops multiplying after a certain growth level. So if you do like one gram of a mushroom that's like this big or five grams of like several larger mushrooms, you might be getting the same amount of psilocybin. And so what we're starting to do is produce these mushrooms that are just one gram that are loaded with psilocybin. And so actually that one gram of mushrooms, that's a hero dose.
0: That explains a mystery in my life. When I was in Costa Rica many years ago, we, I was there for like a month. (laughs) Mr. Sarong,
1: Mr. Sarong. I
0: didn't, I wasn't wearing a sarong. Um, And I was, I was there for like, I don't know, a month and some change in the jungle, right? And one day we decided to get mushrooms. And what you do is you wait until after it rains and you go where the cows are and they grow out of the cow's shit. Right. So we went and we all picked mushrooms out of the cow's shit. And everyone ate their mushrooms. Now. I think that what happened to me is that I had a small mushroom because I had, a, I had this experience where I was the most fucked up out of everybody. Yeah. And I basically was with a group of people and we're on the side of this like cliff. And I basically was like, I had this little boom box And I was like, and and we're all kind of tripping out. And I go, and I said, "Hey, I gotta, I have to walk away right now." And I basically went, walked away because I thought I was gonna die. Because that's how that's how hard, that's how hard it was coming on. And I went and sat inside the roots of this tree. It froze again. And and I put the boombox next to me, and I was like, "I'm gonna die now," because I thought it was, it was that intense. And I'm looking at the ocean, and the ocean turned into like a waving carpet, and like. It was just like insane, and I had such a small amount of mushrooms, you know.
2: Have you ever done ayahuasca? Uh,
0: No, but I did. I did. um, I went to my uh, my partner is uh, native, and I did a peyote ceremony with him, and that was intense. Yeah, I bet
2: I've never done
0: that. Yeah, but I, I, you know, I got to tell you, mushrooms. um, Of all the things I've done, I think mushrooms were the were the most wonderful. Thing I've imbibed, like, they made me feel fantastic. I felt superhuman when I took mushrooms. You know, yeah,
2: especially during the comedown, like you're having like all these like different emotions coming up, and like you're like like your brain, like all the synapses are firing things, and you can feel like that you're really like starting to like figure some things out. Like I always have these like amazing epiphanies,
0: right? And the problem is, if I, I've had so many epiphanies on psychedelics, and then. I never pull them out. I just, they just stay there. Like I'll be like, you know, i will be the heat of it. I'm in the mirror and I'm like, this is the answer. And then I, I wake up and I'm like, I have no idea what I was thinking about. Cause I don't think, I think to write that, it down.
2: But even if you don't write it down and it kind of still exists somewhere in your head and you had that experience, that thought, like I still think that you kind of live through it. Like unless, your, your, your brain isn't that blocked off to ideas that happen.
0: I can see that subconsciously. Do we lose, is Maddie back? i'm
1: back yeah
0: he's back what'd you do you go, one time you i ate, ate
1: mushrooms
0: you just go eat yeah, you... something what'd you eat
1: i just ate a little piece of another little shitty piece of sushi <laughs> well my internet went down one time me and my brothers because we were such badasses i remember we sold remember when you just buy like a bag of shrooms and it'd be like grams just twisted up in tinfoil or I don't know, like everywhere, like in my town, like anytime you would buy mushrooms, they'd just be wrapped in tin foil. And it would just oh. be like individual grams. And so you'd buy like 20 grams, five grams, whatever it was. It was never just like a big bag fully of mushrooms. It was always wrapped in tin foil. And oh, I remember one that. time when me and my brother, you know those moments when like, you're hanging out with all your homies and, and somebody just calls you and is like, hey, do you got mushrooms? And one guy's just like, yeah. Or like, you know, we, we instantly we were just like, we're gonna fuck this guy up, this idiot that called us, we didn't like. And like legitimately, right. we swept our the the our garage floor, like cigarette butts and all this stuff. We just swept our floor into a big pile. And we took the piles and we just filled in and made like tinfoil containers of of all these grams. And we filled it. The guy wanted an ounce of mushrooms. And so we just told him, we're like, hey, we already have all these shrooms already bundled up. We'll just give you whatever. Fucking you know, fucking 50, 50 grams of shrooms or whatever it was. And it was this big Ziploc bag, literally tinfoil packages of fucking like dirt and shit from the, our fucking garage floor. And we went and we did, th- we drove down. He lived like 20 minutes from us and me and my brothers literally like drove up, he drove up, gave us the money, we gave him the Ziploc bag. And then like just, we punked the kid, but we used to do that all the time. We wait, wait! Shippers. But
0: what did did he call you guys back and be like, "Hey, this is a cigarette button here"? Yeah,
1: yeah and then we're like, "Come get your money." <laughs> oh, you're like, "Come <laughs> get it!" Okay.
0: You guys are just big bullies. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't you like the kid? Was it was it because he was uh, he was brown? No.
1: <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I like to make you turn red. <laughs> there's there's no brown people in my
1: town. Personally.
0: Perfect. Perfect.
1: I live in a small Canadian farm town. Um and uh yeah. No, it was just Why just guys- we didn't fuck with cuz he he lived in this he we lived in this one small like there's like five little towns, right? And he lived in this other town that we didn't fuck with. And so but he <laughs> Oh, he you didn't fuck some- with the
0: whole you didn't fuck with the whole town. It was like territorial.
1: Yeah. It was just, like if you went to a bar that was not in your part of the town, like if yeah. you went to like Ridgeway, like there's like I'm like, we were from Fort Erie. So there's Fort Erie, there's Ridgeway, there's Stevensville, there's Crystal Beach, there's Port Colborne, there's Welland, there's Thorough, there's St. Catharines. So those are kind of the towns that are all around us. So like, if you were at a bar, it'd be like, where are you from? Fuck you.
0: Yeah, you fucking hoser, you're from Muscat, eh? (laughs) Fuck (laughs) off.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But it was just like, it was a kid from one of those towns and we just, like, we were just like, hey. It was like one of those moments like, my brother was just like, yo, this guy wants to buy mushrooms. What are we gonna do? And we're like, yeah, hey, yeah, tell him we got an ounce. We'll fucking sell him a it. We'll just pack it. Yeah, 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 tell him we got it. And we'll be like, we'll see you in 20 minutes. And we're like, cool. So I was just like, but we used to sell mushrooms so much. Like it was like such a phase or like, you know, those moments that happen on mushrooms that like can never, ha- like how do these moments happen? Where like, I remember literally we were all high on mushrooms, we're down at the lake and I, you know, whatever, like grew up like by the lake. And so we're like down in the fucking Lake Erie. We're all fucking like day drunk. We're all high on mushrooms. It's summertime, the water's glistening. And I still remember this day, like this moment where like, how does this, how can this happen? And I remember my older brother, he was just like, yo Ross, flip me a cigarette. And he like takes a drag. The guy's like 20, 30 feet away in the water. Like we're all like waist deep in the lake. And he fucking takes a drag from his smoke, Flicks it at my brother. My brother catches it in his fingers and just like takes a drag. You know, and it's just like those moments, and everyone's like, yeah! It's like somebody won the Olympics or something. Yeah, you know, yeah. like it's just like I those moments that. that happen, those things, and you're like, what the fuck just happened? And you're all in shrooms, and then you're like, tweet that you're on shrooms. You're it like, blows you're trying your to mind. figure out. Yeah, you're trying yeah. to figure out the ergonomics of like the f- cigarette flick. And then it's just had, like, it is. It's those, <laughs> uh, you know, shrooms are the. I miss doing shrooms. I had probably, a moment like, where we were.
0: That, that trip in Costa Rica, we're all walking through the jungle. I was there with my little brother. There's was like five of us walking in a line through the jungle and like I had a machete and like we're like hacking stuff and walking around. <laughs> Everyone's kind of tripping out. And I stopped my brother, I go, hey. He goes, what? I go, see that tree over there? And it was like a tree, like, you know, 20, 25 feet. Oh my God. And he, and he goes, yeah, and I go, watch this. And I take the machete and I go, foom. And it just disappears into the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> I thought in my mind I was just about to be the coolest Big Brother on the planet, and it was just gonna stick the fucking oh machete and be like, no. You know. So then we spent like twenty no, minutes man. looking for it. Yeah. So I, I think yeah. Sometimes Dude. those moments don't hit. You know what I mean?
1: Looking for stuff on drugs is the best, right? Like it completely it is. It can is. take over your whole night. I used to yeah. always keep. I used to always keep my coke in my sweatbands. Yeah. In my hat. And I yeah. used to always lose them. I'd be all bangled and you got like the fucking, you're all coked out psychopath. Oh. And I remember always being like, where is it? And like looking in my sweatbands. And then I'm like, oh, I jumped in the pool with it. Or like it's sweaty and it's gross. And I'd be like, it's all cakey. And then you take it, you put it in the microwave, you cook it. And then you I, just it. You know, I just remembered?
0: Like, I, maybe I, I just- found a, I found a bag once. I, I lost a bag and I, and, I, and I retraced my steps to where i had pulled over on the side of the freeway and went back to where I pulled over and it was there. Can you imagine the hallelujah moment? I found imagine bags like that.
1: finding, dude, that is the best. It would be, that, that is the best. It's the best finding feeling. Finding a bag of cocaine when you're it's fucking. It's the best, yeah. Oh my goodness. How many times lose did you lose it. I used to like, you know, you're going into a club and you put in some stupid you put it in the cuff of your pants or you put in your, oh, yeah. your underwear line or you put it inside your butthole or like wherever you're putting it. And you like yeah. you get in the club you and, the and the then you're like
2: of the, the couches, you just run your fingers through
1: those creases and just lick it. And you're just like <laughs> you're rich.
0: <laughs> yeah, how you're already
1: people, we need to have dude. We need to have how are people doing coke with each other during COVID? Because it's happening like our oh, people, people
0: are partying i've
2: definitely done more drugs during covid than i've done in my entire life
0: no way <laughs> what kind of drugs are you doing we want to know your what parents, kind of drugs your
2: parents aren't going to watch this it's
1: okay michelle
2: i'm not doing any there's been no cocaine
1: yeah
0: cocaine.
2: Is I, cocaine. I don't do it no cocaine but, sucks um,
0: but what about crack
2: yeah like there's been there's been a lot of mdma <laughs> there's been a lot of mdma Look, something that I realized about MDMA is that I always thought it was a party drug, like that you would take a pill and then you would go out and like go dancing. Or something. A better way to do MDMA, I put LED lights in my bathtub, just do a lot of MDMA and maybe a little bit of mushrooms and just sit in your bathtub for hours.
0: <laughs> By yourself?
2: Um, There's been like others sometimes. What?
0: Shadow yeah, people? Others?
2: I, sometimes one sometimes two okay just,
0: like,
2: also the thing about the thing about MDMA is that like I think it's like you know it rips you open you feel so much love for everyone but it's not a sexy drug like I'm not like in the bathtub and like having like sexy thoughts it's just like we're here we're listening to like I don't know radiohead even
1: like biscuit. <laughs> Weirdest time. You're just in the bathtub those are the You're like, okay, let, let me put on the sickest album. I'm like, <laughs>
0: it was. It, it was supposed to. It, it was, was developed.
2: All time. That's what I'm like. What?
0: It's supposed to. I, uh, MDMA was originally developed, and it's still used to help people with PTSD, like vets coming back from. Like, it's supposed uh-huh. to be really good for like connecting. Yeah. Connecting and and uh, they're still doing it. My uh, uh, a friend of my girlfriend's just did a thing where like. But they're, they're prescribed her in a room. MDMA? Yeah, they sat her in a room with her shrink <laughs> and like and like did MDMA for like six hours with your shrink, which is like my worst nightmare. I don't want to do that.
2: Oh my god, I would fucking love that. I mean no. like that's what we do. Mm-mm. No?
1: No way. I just don't like it. Like it's just like I'm too far. Like, if I was to do psychedelics, like imagine doing like no drugs for as long as we've done now. Yeah. And yeah. then like just like strap into like a fucking big tab. Fucking MDMA. I wouldn't then even blink. Snorters. Are you?
0: Are you kidding me, Maddie? The, here's the thing. This is the thing. Really? If you, Let's say, yeah, oh. you and I, if we decided, which we're not, if we decided no. that we're gonna eat like in a quarter of mushrooms each, you wouldn't even fucking. There would never be an adjustment period. You'd be in it like this, and you'd be yeah. off. We'd be off to the races, like because your <laughs> your brain the whole time you're sober is like in the way back of your head. It's like let's party, let's party, let's party, let's party, let's party, let's party, let's party let's yeah, let's I get high, let's get that. high. Like the whole time, it's just ready. It's waiting. You
1: You're have to I need to what? do a meeting after this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing that I've learned
2: also is that MDMA pairs so well with mushrooms and or
1: acid. Yeah. Can be so I like. To, I used to love doing acid so much. I remember one time dude, fucking we were on acid and we were running through the woods and there used to be that we used to play a party in this place called The Honeycomb. And we used to, there was like this, I think it was just a coyote, but we used to call it the fucking monkey dog. And the monkey dog would fucking get you when you were really high. And if yeah. you, we would have to send, because we were out in the woods, and if you, we ran out of cigarettes or beer or something, you'd send like, you know, like the, the whoever the loser was in your crew to go yeah. get like the supplies, you know? Yeah. And, and, and like, we would always be like, dude, watch out for the fucking monkey dog. Monkey dog will fucking get you. And I remember I was walking out there one time by myself and I because you were the loser I so that so high day. on mushrooms no, excuse me no I was never the, the go get me I'll tell you that much oh, but the fucking okay. okay and the fucking I remember dude my buddies put their dog they had their dog it was a black like leopard or like a black um <laughs> were those dogs? I don't know anything about dogs what the fuck is that like a yeah a black, a
0: black leopard is a breed of dog yes
1: <laughs> no 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 like a, like a <laughs> la, labrador a labrador
0: a leopard. And I,
1: w- and I was coming back And they put their dog up in the fucking tree And got him to jump at me Amazing. Fucking. fucking oh, I, I still remember How scared And you know when you're tripping out And whenever you close your eyes It's like whatever you just saw Like splashes into your face Like a comic book reel Like it's just like zoom 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 Like I remember I was so high And I fell on the ground And he was playing with me Because he knew me it was my buddy's dog Zeus, and, and 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 Zeus was, and I'm like ah, like thinking that the monkey dog was getting me.
0: That and, is so. And it was
1: like, dude, and just nothing. like we were doing that shit without cameras, you, you know, like nobody... like now you'd be able to videotape that. But that's like something that, like you know, your friends are just like, we're just gonna fuck with them, and then we're gonna fuck with Matt. Ma- you know, Matheson's coming back. Let's put fucking Zeus up in the fucking tree and let him jump at him when he comes back. I think. Fucking I nice think.
0: That, I think one of the biggest things, the one of the best parts in life, the best things about life is pr- fucking with people and playing jokes on people. In mm-hmm. my opinion, like scaring people, doing shit like that is, it's just like one of the small, beautiful joys that I have. And I don't know if it's like, everyone feels that way, but I feel like you could just like, if you get a bunch of people in a room and play a joke on them, you could probably solve a lot of problems. Maybe not, I don't know. That's not an answer. I, think, I just I love so doing
1: too. it. I think I, I think it's I think it's great. have you you ever
2: been the like the victim of a big prank
1: you've never had a big prank on you
0: me On me?
2: i've never no one's ever pranked me in like a like in a serious memorable way i don't
0: think what about just like hopping out of the closet like you you come home your boyfriend's hiding in the closet and you're like you're like trevor trevor are you here and he's no answer (laughs) and you walk by the kitchen he goes blah and you just fucking get scared shitless
2: yeah, I mean, like things like that have happened.
0: Even that's a micro prank, and it's funny.
1: Micro pranks yeah. are great. I even asked my wife to marry me. I asked Trish to marry me from a prank.
0: That's hilarious.
1: That's very yeah. funny. <laughs> we, she we, she was we were. This is um, the,
0: it's like the longest running prank ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's still going.
1: It's still going, man. It's still. It's gonna get good. I swear. My dick's gonna get bigger. I swear. One day. One Fucking day. The, 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 dude, it was like this beautiful day. It was on April Fool's and I didn't even realize it was on April Fool's and I was making dinner. She was in the the bedroom. I don't know what she, she was doing something in the bedroom and, and I was making dinner and I took a, a cleaver and I took my, and I made this huge chop and then just started screaming that I cut myself. I was like, hurry up, come in. I fucking just cut my fucking finger off. I was like screaming. Nice. And she like ran over, I think it was like doing laundry. Like she had to like run over like laundry. Like you know what, Like she was like sitting down like cross-legged folding socks or something. <laughs> and like yeah. literally I had to like get up fucking and jump over and she like ran in. And then I was like, I was on my knee and I was like, will you marry me? Mm. And then, and then she started crying instantly. And you
0: go, April Fools.
1: I didn't even realize it was April Fools until after. And then she was like, oh my God, it was you did an April Fools engagement or whatever thing? And oh I was God. like, no, I didn't know it was that. It was just like a beautiful day. It was like one of those re- beautiful days. I was like, today's the day. I'm gonna do Cause I had the ring for like a month. And then I was just like, I want to wait for like the perfect day. And it was like, just like a perfect, it was like the sun was coming. It was like magic hour in our apartment. I was making yeah. dinner for us. And we had our, we, we were still living in like our little one bedroom apartment on top of Logas, that's like Momo shop in Parkdale. It was just like this beautiful little moment. And, uh, you know, pranks, I mean, that's, pranks I, are good.
0: That's really sweet. I mean, that's I actually,
1: more like wholesome. That's like more wholesome. But no, that's, I think, think that's great.
0: I, I think that that's really sweet. I'm a big fan of that kind of thing of like, no one's ever
1: have, asked me to marry them, you know?
0: Not in the bathtub when you guys are peeking on E and mushrooms?
1: Maybe once. Maybe once. <laughs> I'm sure you've had a couple guys ask you to marry Oh, me. yeah. I got the DM territory right now. The DMs, I bet you got a lot of engagement.
0: <laughs> the DM yeah, proposals? I feel
2: really bad about myself. I just go into the message requests and just read them all. <laughs> That's depressing.
0: <laughs> it's just like a bunch of dicks. She was yeah.
2: like it's like hey i like i'm from this small town and like i love you on just a dash you're my he- like and i'm just like what is this?" oh my god
1: tell this michelle tell me your story
2: oh about suga <laughs> <laughs> so like the thing about working with maddie is that for the most part like i don't walk yet. like it's not like i get recognized i'm nobody on the show i don't care and um one time i was like at a restaurant i walk out of the bathroom and someone like points at me they're like oh my god you're the janitor on just a dash <laughs>
0: <laughs> the janitor
2: and I'm like, the... i guess oh all i do is clean up i guess that's my big job big clean up
0: <laughs> the janitor big
1: clean up it's a big clean up it's so a big guess, clean up. Yeah. yeah i, I get, mean like i well.
0: get recognized a lot maddie do
1: you yeah now do you has it changed like what since being on you know being a part of my little bubble
0: how has well, your it's, life
1: changed, Alex? It's
0: not. It's not like people recognize me from born and raised, right? Yeah. Obviously, policy- look at this. Right. So they'd be like, because <laughs> there's like a little bit of a presence there, and like you know, people are like, especially people in LA. I'm in LA. They know about born and raised, and then like, then you get like, then you'll get like double headers who are like, oh, what's up? You're two time born and raised, and then they go, I also like powerful truth angels, and I'm like, fuck yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm excited just to know that people are like. Are actually watching because i don't really pay attention to the i we do the show we put it out and then it's kind of like okay well let's do another show like i'm not really aware i don't of even like,
1: watch it i don't even watch i know you don't I watch it no I, I
0: started watching them that reminds me um are we going too long jason that reminds me i wanted to kind of circle back on a few things um the potato in the pants episode <laughs> Mark, should we talk about this? Mark, yeah. Mark has been selling them. Mark has experienced more sales. Michelle,
1: did you did Michelle Michelle, did you watch the the potato in the pants episode? On this? Yeah, did you see like the last episode was about potato in the pants? Tutu, can you just give some context to Michelle about potato yeah. in the pants,
0: please? Well, here's the thing. All right, I'll do it one more fucking time. Not, no, no, offense to you, Michelle. I just, I'm just like, this is, this is the thing I don't understand about potato in the pants. Everyone around me, <laughs> in my kind of orbit, thinks it's hilarious because they know like me and they know Akiko and they kind of are aware. Like so, everyone who's like friends of mine, they're just like dying. They're fucking pissing in their pants. So like everyone that's a friend of mine has always loved potato in the pants before Maddie came, became involved. But I, but even so, I don't know if it has any reach beyond like. Like I don't know if it translates to. I think people actually like it, right, Jason? People are kind of responding. People think it's funny. So potato pants. I think people
1: will buy it, and it. Yeah, I think people will buy it.
0: Well, no, you know how we know it's hitting because people are buying it. He's getting more. He's got more sales in the past two days than he's had in the past ten years. Like, there's a picture of Mark loading (laughs) his his car up full of like full of all the all the packages to go in the mail. He's like writing handwritten letters to everybody. Yeah, he's like he's so excited. Um, but. So Michelle, Potato in the Pants is this. Uh, One of my dear friends, her father is... um is a, uh, I always get this wrong. I call him Swedish, but he's Swiss. Your he father's Swiss, or- and he's an inventor. And he invented an item uh, called Potato in the Pants. And it's a plush potato that you stick down your pants. And when you squeeze it, it says, I love you. And it's based off an old joke about a guy that goes to the beach. Okay. So he made, this, <laughs> he made this plush potato, and he doesn't sample it. He goes straight to production. He makes 8,000 of these things and fills up his home, his house, his garage. So- I'll just walk into Urban Outfitters and say, buy my potato in the pants, and I'll just sell them all. Like every invention thinks of their dumb inventions oh. um at the time i was directing music videos and uh stuff like that and he goes says hey will you make a commercial for my father and <laughs> and i wanted to get back at him for being for being annoying man, and, Have you ever seen winnebago man
1: no and okay
0: the whole crew me his daughter his wife and his sons are fucking with him and fucking with him that's the video that i made to sell the potato in the pants which we show oh i'm out of i'm just out of steam either long-winded that was very long-winded i should just stop <laughs> you just have to watch the episode I
1: how about this let's do the fire short fire. version check out ah, the, potato ah, and the, and said, the potato in the pants i know you to say. i got language. so ahead of there's myself no context there's
2: no context I, no, I, I appreciate it for me you did it for me
0: i did it for you we michelle i really wanted to fill you in i oh, wanted to bring you up yeah. to speed
2: no
0: yeah. what are you eating a cookie what, what, what is cooking? it is it edible? Mm,
2: it has CBD in it. But should it I
1: is. give
0: Should I give CBD to my dog? Yeah. <laughs>
1: sure.
0: Okay. Fantastic. Michelle,
1: any last words? I feel more powerful.
0: You feel empowered? The-
1: yeah.
0: Okay, that's good. That's what we're here to do. We're, we're here to empower everybody.
1: We're wrong Yeah, we're not cooking here. No, we're not cooking. This is a food podcast though.
0: Maddie, what 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 are you gonna do after this?
1: Me, after this? Yeah. Yeah. Um, To be honest, I have uh, a phone call with my lawyer, which will be great.
0: Should we do that on the pod? You wanna just do another hour (laughs) of of your phone call with your lawyer?
1: (laughs) I wish I could. I really wish I could. No. You gonna take a nap?
2: I'm going to go in with uh, Maddie for Just a Dash. That's that's my next project.
1: What are we doing? I'm going to invoice you. I yes, have to write. Because you're tack, late.
0: Tack on an extra 20%, Michelle. Lisa you says it. you're late.
1: You got to invoice for Just a Dash. Oh, Lisa. Michelle hasn't invoiced yet.
0: Okay. Now we're talking and about invoices. All right, doing, guys. That, it's been okay. great.
1: I love you guys. Michelle, okay. love season you, two, Just a Dash. It's okay. coming soon.
0: Thanks, guys.